Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonsuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, family. How are you doing? I hope good. But before we start, I just have to say the weather is changing. Can you believe it? Summer is gone and the cold is coming. Well, that's if you're in a cold climate anyways. But I'm actually happy that the cold the colder seasons are coming by. And for me, I never I never really liked the heat. I'm just one of those people. So yes, yay, my season is almost here and I'm very excited. Um, and anyways, just before we start the episode, I just want to encourage you by letting you know that whatever you are going through right now, that God is right there with you. It may not look like it, but he is always there. And if you don't feel his presence, perhaps you need to go into his presence so he can speak with you because God is always speaking. God is always speaking. But the thing is, or the truth is, we're not always listening. So I pray that your heart will begin to listen to God, surrender to God, walk with him and whatever answers, solutions you're needing you're needing in this season, that as you seek out the answers, you will find them in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. All right. So for today's episode, uh, actually today we are starting a new series titled Faith. Uh, my husband and I, we were meditating on what uh, new series to start and the Holy Spirit said faith. So faith it is. Okay. And so why faith? Well, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith and take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And this is from 1 Timothy 6, verses 11 to 12. And this faith is our faith in Jesus Christ, you know, doing all that God requires us to do. But the truth is, fighting this good fight isn't always a simple thing to do when the woes of life come and try to weigh you down. And also in your single season, I used to be single. So I understand my single ladies that it can be hard sometimes fighting this good fight when you keep praying for that man to show up, that man that God has for you and, you know, just to show up and wife you. And some single ladies, you know, some of you have had to wait a long time while some not as long, but the truth is waiting is waiting and it can be tiring sometimes. Truly, it can be so tiring that even as you fight the good fight of faith in your single season, that you may also find that you start fighting your singleness. Okay, sometimes it may look like you start fighting your singleness. And what I mean by fighting your singleness is like when you fight the idea that you're still single, fighting the idea that all your friends or siblings have gotten married and have left you behind. The comparison trap sets in and you're locked and loaded to fight your singleness all the way because you feel it is time and God is taking too long instead of doing what God requires you to do while you wait. So my first message to you today is that don't fight your single season. Don't fight your singleness. Don't fight being single. Rather, fight the good fight of faith. And I'll tell you why this is important. First of all, can we all agree that God loves us all equally? He doesn't love me more than he loves you. He loves us just the same. The price that was paid for you by Jesus Christ on the cross was also paid for me. So let's get that straight, that God loves you and he doesn't have you in your single season to punish you while he blesses others. No, he has you in your single season to prepare 
And that preparation happens in the place where you fight the good fight of faith. So fighting the good fight of faith is very important because if not, you are allowing room for the enemy, aka the devil, to penetrate your mind with wrong thoughts and with lies. And this takes your mind and your eyes away from God and from all the promises God has in store for you. And so now what is faith? Hebrews 11 verse 1 defines it as the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Meaning you look forward to receiving the promises of God for your life, even if there is no evidence of that thing yet. But the thing is, during your single season, waiting can be hard sometimes. And this faith in Jesus Christ, in order to hold onto the promises of God for your life, you need to ensure that you don't let what you see around you affect what you see. Meaning, don't allow what you see in your now single season that you're not yet married, that you still haven't received the promised blessings yet. Don't let all of these things that you may see currently affect what you see. That is, the things you look forward to receiving from God. Don't let the fact that you're still single affect the truth that God is going to bless you with the best man for you. Don't lose sight of the promise. Don't lose it to think God is lying because it hasn't happened yet. Romans 1 verse 25 says, They, ex they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator. So don't exchange the truth about God and his promises about you for a lie. Don't exchange it for a lie that you begin to worship singleness or worship the idea of marriage and marriage itself over the God who created marriage and the God who created that marriage for you. So don't let the enemy fill your mind with lies that you would never get married. Don't let the enemy deceive you that you're not good enough. Don't let the enemy deceive you that you're not worthy of love. Don't let the enemy lie to you that no one will ever love you, that it makes you forget the one who created you and marriage. Those are all lies. And when you give into such lies, then you find yourself doing all you can to make things happen. And you find that you start and you find that you start worshiping marriage. Quick question, worshiping the idea of marriage over-worshipping the one who created marriage, which is better? Obviously, worshipping the creator and also worshipping the one who created the benefits and has an endless supply of these benefits or worshipping the benefit itself that is limited, which is better? Again, the one with benefits, aka God. And a marriage without God is going nowhere, even though it may not look like it. So make sure you don't try to get yourself into a marriage without God leading you there. That's why God wants to be intentional with you because he wants your marriage to go somewhere. The place where he already predestined for your marriage to go. Remember, God has already written your life and love story. So allow him lead you into it. He knows how the story ends because he knows the beginning from the end. He knows the end from the beginning but you do not. So how does writing your own story help? Sorry, how does writing your own story yourself, I meant to say, how does writing your own story yourself help you when you don't even know what will happen in the next 24 hours? Talk less of your married life.
If you want to hear more on this topic, you can refer to uh, this message on God has already written your love story in episode 14. So God wants you to be aware of this because he doesn't want you to begin worshiping marriage. He doesn't want you to neglect your single season and start doing things in your own strength in order to get yourself into a marriage because you feel God is wasting your time. And by thinking this, you go and waste your time on the wrong people, the wrong things, and end up even wasting much more time. Matthew 7 verse uh, 6 to 12 says, Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. While the NIV version of that same verse says, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. So don't throw what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't give to dogs what is sacred. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. Why? Because they do not appreciate it and they have no value for it. So don't waste your body and don't throw your pearls away. What is a pearl? A pearl is something precious, something of value and something of worth. The dictionary defines a pearl in the human context as a person or thing of great rarity and worth, okay? So you are rare, meaning that there is nobody else like you. There's only one you and you are so full of worth because you belong to God and your body is a temple. Likewise, sis, don't throw your body away to guys who value sex over your body, guys who don't value the God in you, guys who rather have sex with you outside of marriage to defile God's temple, which is your body. Don't give your pearls, your precious stones, your precious body, which is a temple of God. Don't throw it away to someone unholy or for unholy reasons. This is exactly why you cannot force your choice on God and you can't force a man to become God's choice for you because you feel that guy fits whatever fantasies or ideas you may have had just because the guy may have had a degree from an Ivy League school or he comes from a respectable or popular family or he has money. You just can't force your will over God's will just because you may have good reason or a guy has good prospects. You just can't. You are more than that. You were created for more than that. And God already has your love story written even before you were born. So nothing will change God's story for your life. You can change your story yourself, but to what end? That's the big question. Okay, so don't throw or give yourself away for a man to use you, but rather give yourself away so God can use you. So sis, only give yourself to God so that he can in turn give you to the man he already predestined to be your husband. And that man, he will lead you into the marriage God has for the both of you and also give yourself away to God so he can use you for great things. If you are not giving yourself away to God, then what is the point of giving it to someone else? So don't throw away your pearl because of someone unholy. A holy man should desire you and a holy man will respect your body and your and honor your body as a temple of God. Because the truth is, the marriage God has prepared for you, you cannot prepare yourself for it all by yourself. 
You cannot manipulate God into making the marriage happen. No way. The marriage God has prepared for you, only God can prepare you for it. Okay, Matthew 7, verse 13 to 14. It says here, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So enjoy your singleness walking through that narrow gate to walk on the narrow road and enter into the marriage God has for you through the narrow gate that would lead to a life-filled, joyous marriage, not getting into marriage your way on the broad road that leads to destruction, aka the highway to hell. So don't be on every, every website, sis, making yourself available for men everywhere to find you. That's just causing you to be more confused. I'm not saying that online, online dating is bad, but ensure that God leads you there, not you leading yourself there. And that narrow gate may be small. That's why few find it. And the reason why I am sharing this with you today. So you can find that narrow gate and head in the right direction on that narrow road. You see, God's way may be difficult. The gate may be narrow and it is only narrow to accommodate only you so that you can drop off your will, all your baggage, drop off all your excesses at the gate so God can lead you and give you to the sorry give you the tools required for your single season and journey through life. And the road may be difficult, but that difficulty is not to harm you, but to grow you and strengthen you for a winning marriage and life. So sure, being celibate or remaining a virgin is hard, especially if you have waited a while and your husband hasn't arrived. But the narrow road is more rewarding. Rewarding it is. And you know why? And that's because the man God has for you will be a kingdom man. So he won't be on the highway to hell. Do you see where I'm going here? So if that man, the man God has for you, if he is not on that highway to hell, then where is he? He is along the narrow road, that difficult road that is filled with all of God's blessings for you, including your purpose and purposeful marriage. And that difficult road is pruning you and your future husband, preparing you, making your future husband more than just charisma, meaning a man more than just looks, more than just attractiveness. But God is creating a man with character, meaning a man with mental and moral qualities that will make him different. And God will do the same thing for you too, providing that you are along that narrow road. And you can listen more to an episode on character in episode 26 if you would like to. And this is why God will bring your spouse your way while you're walking in your God-given purpose. Because the place of God's purpose is along the narrow road, not the broad road that leads to destruction. And sis, if you're still having to entertain men that say they're Christian, yet their life doesn't show they have a relationship with God, and also men that actively live in sin and they claim to be good people and therefore can give you a good life, then sis, that's a good indication you need to find yourself to the narrow road so that you can stop entertaining such men. Because Matthew 7 verse 15 verses 15 to 20 says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, 
but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Verse 17, a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. 18, a good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Verse 20, yes, just as you can, you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. And that verse makes sense. That's why in my past relationships, the guys showed up as Christian, but their acts weren't matching their Christianity claim. They would always ask for sex at every opportunity, which I kept turning down. But the one God has for you, even when given an opportunity to be unholy, he will outrightly tell you, I respect you and don't want to do any of the sex stuff outside of marriage. And that was my husband for me. So if their talk don't match their walk, sis, then they are not it. An apple tree must bear apple fruits. So if you see an apple tree bearing mangoes or strawberries, then my sister is a no, okay? Because being Christian doesn't equal having a relationship with God. And I also touch on this in episode one of this podcast channel, if you would like to take a listen. Okay, so sis, say you're living, uh, say you're still living your life in the broad and wide road, aka the highway to hell that is filled with sin and a life void of God's will. How then will your God-ordained man find you, sis? You have to collide in love and purpose in the place God wants you, which is a narrow road fighting the good fight of faith. It's like in the beginning, Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden, kind of like the difficult road. They had to work to cultivate themselves for their purpose, but Eve wanted out and the enemy sold her a false truth about the wide and broad road. And so she wanted it and exchanged God's truth with a lie. She got on the highway to hell and they very well landed there. Reason why today we see issues here and there, but thank God for Jesus who has restored us back to glory. So sis, fight that good fight of faith because the enemy doesn't want you to get to that marriage blessing because it knows the power you carry as a woman and the great things you and your husband will accomplish for God on this earth, okay? And the enemy has been against marriages for so long, since the beginning of time immemorial, like my husband will say. And that's why the enemy will do all it can to keep you on that highway to hell, to fill your mind with sin, with worries, etc., and would do anything to keep you from that difficult road because that's your place of preparation for purpose, for a transgenerational blessings, your purposeful marriage, a place that has everything God has in store for you. So sis, in your single season, watch out and determine now where you stand because God wants to bless you, but are you properly positioned? Oh, for me, during my single season, I had to properly position myself by first surrendering my will and all of me to God before he could release everything I required in my life for my purpose, for my marriage. And after that surrender, only then did God start making things happen, including sitting here speaking to you today and sharing this message from my place of purpose. So I faced God's will first. 
And he started bringing things to pass in my life because I cannot bring anything to pass by myself. Okay. And again, I shared more of my surrender process in the very pe- uh, first episode. That is episode one titled how to have a relationship with God uh, hyphen purpose, I believe. Okay. So now let me ask you this question, sisters, from Matthew 7, verse 9 to 11, which says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So sis, if you have prayed, why do you feel God won't give you what you have asked for? Because if we know how to give good gifts to those we love, then what about God? Why wouldn't he give you the best man for the best marriage for you? The one or the man best suited for you. It's not like God wants to frustrate you. He doesn't. On the contrary, he wants to bless you, but you have to prepare yourself to handle that blessing so that what you've asked for in prayer, according to God's will, will be provided to you. And if you are feeling frustrated with waiting, feeling lonely, which is causing you to feel depressed and anxious, making you want to find a man to keep you company, or that may be having you want to question God and exchange God's truth for a lie and run off to the broad and wide road to start fighting your singleness, I want to encourage you to do some things, to do some specific things to help you have a better single and waiting season. And the first point is this, to walk with God, okay? In your single season, you need to walk with God. This is the narrow road. And as you walk with God, you find yourself. You find out exactly who God created you to be. And this process takes time and work. You also need to have a relationship with God, not just with the man God has for you. Okay, and I also had to do these things. And you also have to go past the title of just being a Christian and get into a relationship with God because it is through that relationship that you learn to have a relationship with the man God has for you. And again, you can check out episode one through three if you would like to get more into this topic, because I discuss walking with God and how it affects your relationships and marriage in those episodes. Okay. And the second point is this, get clear on your purpose by discovering or uncover your God-given purpose. Okay, discovering or uncovering your purpose also takes time, but it definitely is easier than your regular work or job or even school. So walk with God first, have a relationship with him, discover who he has created you to be and why you were created. You can check out um, our series on purpose if you haven't yet done so. And if you would like to as well, of course, to understand why you have a purpose and its importance. Okay, and you can check them out uh, starting from episode 19 to 22. Okay, so the third point is uh, to actively pursue that purpose and enjoy your single season. Okay, so be so engrossed in God and his plans for your life that you forget you're single. And the reason why you may be feeling lonely, getting depressed, that your man hasn't found you, having anxiety is because your mind is idle and focusing on on all the wrong things. But you have to fill your mind with the word of God, doing his will, and just enjoying your singleness and walking with God. 
Proverbs 16 verse 27 says, and this is from the, uh, from the Living Bible Version or the TLB Version. It says, an idle mind is the devil's workshop and idle lips are his mouthpiece. So when you are idle, the enemy puts wrong ideas into your head that fuels the wrong emotions. And before you know it, you're all over looking for a man and then your mouth also goes to work too complaining and saying all the wrong things, how everyone is married but you. And that also makes you want to help God fulfill his promises in your life. Do you see how cunning the enemy can be? Not to give, you know, the enemy credit, but to tell you that the enemy and to show you, sorry, and to show you that the enemy is cunning. It starts in the most subtle way through your mind because it's natural for your mind to be filled with so many thoughts. So it's very easy for you to ignore when the enemy infiltrates your mind and sows the wrong seeds. So please don't leave your mind open for the enemy to turn it into its workshop. And also don't feed the enemy with your mouth or feed the enemy's wrong thoughts with your mouth. And I pray every wrong thought manipulating your single season is gone forever. Send it out with the word of God. Cast it down with the word of God and relax, sis, in the presence of God. Okay? Pursue God. Exchange your will for his and watch him take your will. Make it better and pursue it for your desired results. And you can check out episode 23, which talks about how to discover your purpose. And also episode 24 to 26, which talks about the process to purpose. So keep fighting the good fight of faith, sis. Don't fight your singleness. God has you in this single season for a reason. And he wants you to enjoy your single season. And once that season is completed, God will usher you. He would lead you into your marriage season. So don't fight God because you're single. Don't fight your singleness. Just keep fighting the good fight of faith. Walk with God and let him lead you to the love story he has already written for you. God bless you, sis. We'll see you next week. And my husband will be speaking on uh, the part two of this uh, or in this faith series. Until then, remain blessed and thanks for rocking with us as we all journey together with God to accomplishing everything he has called us to accomplish. God bless you. We love you and we will see you next week. God bless you, and I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.